Welcome to a day of prayer. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Together, let's engage in relationship with Christ through prayer, faith, and His Word. Hello, I'm Promise, and you're listening to Day of Prayer's Morning Bible Study. We're glad you could join us. Before we get into the Word, let's open up in prayer. Lord, I just thank you for today. I just thank you for just making it where you provide all of our needs and much more than that. And that we're never, that according to your needs are never found wanting. And that that's what we really want. Lord, I also just thank you for coming inside, coming inside our midst and just staying there. In the name of Jesus, amen. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Good morning and welcome, everybody. We're glad to have you with us as we continue our study of the Book of Romans. And today, we are beginning chapter 16. All right. Exactly. Last chapter. Wow. Mm-hmm. Of Romans. Of Romans. Of yeah, Romans. Yes, yes. Of course, there's... More to come on morning Bible studies, but... Plenty, yes. close to the end of Romans. All as the Lord leads. Amen. So... Can I get a volunteer to read the first 16 verses? I will. All right, Layla. I commend to you Phoebe, our sister, who is a servant of the church in Syncaria, Syncria, sorry, that you may receive her in the Lord in a manner <laughs> worthy of the saints <laughs> and assist her in whatever business she has need of you. <laughs> For indeed, she has been a helper of many and of myself also. Greet Priscilla and Aquila, my fav- my fellow workers in Christ Jesus, who risked their own necks for my life, to whom not only I give thanks, but also all the churches of the Gentiles. Likewise, greet the church that is in their house. Greet my brother Epanti- beloved. My beloved. Oh yes, thank you, Bubby, or er, Charles. Greet my beloved Epanatus, who is the first fruits of Achaia to Christ. Greet Mary, who labored much for us. Greet Andronicus and Junia, my countrymen and my fellow prisoners who are of note among the apostles, who also were in Christ before me. Greet Amplius, my beloved in the Lord. Greet Urbanus, our fellow worker in Christ, and Stachys, my beloved. Greet Apelles, approved in Christ. Greet those who are of the household of Aristobulus. Greet Herodian, my countrymen. Greet those who are of the household of Narcissus, who are in the Lord. Greet Tryphena and Tryphosa, who have labored in the Lord. Greet the beloved Persis, who labored much in the Lord. Greet Rufus, chosen in the Lord, and his mother and mine. Greet Asyncritus, Phlegon, Hermes, Petrobus, Hermes, and the brethren who are with them. Mm. Greet Philologus. And Julia, Nereus and his sister, and Olympus, and all the saints who are with them. Greet one another with the holy kiss. The churches of Christ greet you. Hey, well yeah. done. Well done with the names. You did it. Great job. <laughs> oh, you did well. Mm-hmm. And I want to open the floor for people to share what, and by people I mean you, 
to share what the Holy Spirit is speaking and ministering to you and to ask any questions that you have. All right? Yes, sir. So who'd like to begin? All right. I'd like... I'll go first. All right, promise. The Lord's talking to me about verse... Verse 3, where it says, For indeed she has been a helper of many, and of myself, myself also. That's verse 2, sir. Oh, sorry. Verse 2. Okay. It's okay. And it kind of reminds me of the be- chapter 28 of the last chapter. And verse 28 of, the, of chapter 15? Sorry, verse 29 of the last chapter. Oh, okay. Where it says, but I know that when I come to you, I shall come in the fullness of the blessing of the gospel of Christ. And how it, how it reminded me of earlier inside of the book of Romans, Paul was talking about why he couldn't come to them. And one of the reasons he said was because the Holy Spirit had said so. And also, the Lord was talking to me about if he had it, he did come to the Romans. The Romans won't have everything. He will become like Jonah. And how Jonah was being disobedient. When he boiled it down, it comes to obedience. Since jo- when Jonah was being... If Paul had been disobedient, the Romans probably would not have had what they... Probably would have had the fullness. Because Paul would have been working out of timing with the Holy Spirit. And he, had, and he would have had to spend time getting back inside of the timing. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. That's important. Being in his timing is just as important as doing exactly what he said to do. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. And that, so, that's a sign that we have wrangled our flesh mm-hmm. and we are no longer self-willed, but move by the will of God. And we have taken our place seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. And we have fully embrace that we live and move and have our being within within him and his plan for us so amen that's a sign of maturity i just thought this was a, a great place you know we we think about this as kind of like the shout outs right that paul's giving Absolutely. all these shout outs to all mm-hmm. these people that have made a difference that have supported him that mm-hmm. have really helped him along in his ministry and when we talk about shout outs let's talk about the shout outs to our listeners and the mm-hmm. people that uh, help support this ministry and so we just thank all of you that do that. Amen. And I just want to remind you that um, if the Holy Spirit's um, mm-hmm. putting upon your heart to uh, share, whatever that way may be, through prayer, um, whether it's um, visiting us here, which we continue to encourage, we'd love to have you join us. Uh, lots of opportunities to join us, not just with the podcast. Uh, you can do that by email. You can reach us at dayofprayer at yahoo.com. Uh, if you want to contribute or have some other needs, you can reach us at the website at thedayofprayer.org. And um, speaking of shout-outs, John, I'm going to kind of put you on the spot a little bit. Uh, you didn't know this was coming, but, you know, you gave me a phone call, um, I think it was earlier in the week. Okay. And you were sharing with me about how somebody reached out to you because they were so blessed. And I'm, I'm always encouraging the listeners to please reach out to us. Email us, whatever, mm-hmm. to let us know. Um, if you think we're missing the mark, let us know. If you think our theology is off the mark, please let us know. We're open to correction, and we, we'd love to hear it because we certainly don't want to do anything that's not fully uh, equipping people in God's Word and, and truthfully 
equipping people in God's word. But John, would you just take a moment as we shout out to, uh, you don't necessarily have to say the, the person's name, but um, sure. share just a brief um, synopsis of that to let people know that it is important how you reach out to us. Well, yeah. Um, I, actually, I, I got a phone call um, from a, another brother in Christ earlier in the week. And um, do you remember the episode when we uh, were going over the first few verses in uh, Romans 15? And the Lord had kind of revealed about the judging aspect, right? And um, just explaining judging or giving us a greater understanding. Yeah, of it was judging. kind of a different way of looking at that that um, Absolutely. wouldn't normally pull that section out in, in relationship to judging and judgment and judging others. And Right. Yeah. So, so that was what the phone call was about was that section. And then it was about how, you know, it hadn't been seen or understood in that, that way before. And... Uh, the testimony was that they were set free. They were delivered from, from judging. Uh, there was an acknowledgement that they'd been judging or judgmental. <clears throat> Excuse me. And, um, you know, they heard that and understood things differently and brought that before the Lord, and they, they were delivered. So, you know, and I'll just say this. It, all, it wasn't about us in any way, shape, or form. It was all about the Lord and what the Lord was doing through the power of His Word. Right? It goes forth and accomplishes all He purposes. And our role then is to be obedient and how he's leading us to share what it is he has us to say, to do what he says to do. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, again, we're talking about the shout outs. And mm-hmm. so why I wanted you to do that is just one, we want to shout out to all the listeners. We really do. Thank you. Absolutely. Yeah. And mm-hmm. we love your feedback, but also we appreciate the shout outs back, you know, I mean, um, most definitely, um, you know, we're, we're staring at each other typically in, in, in here. <laughs> and, um, uh, it's, it's, um, Obedience is its own reward, Amen. and and more than we deserve, with what the Lord has done for us. Absolutely. But we do appreciate being acknowledged that what we're doing did make a difference to you, that it did help you grow closer in your walk, that it did help you get set free from something. So maybe the Lord's putting that on your heart as well too. So maybe there's a positive that you can share with us as well. But we just encourage you to share in whatever way, and encourage you to participate in whatever way the Lord is leading you. Absolutely. And, and I think the, the bigger aspect of what you're getting at, I'll just try to state it maybe more plainly, if, if I can, is there's opportunity for involvement, right? Like even as we look at this and the scriptures that we just read in this, this chapter is, you know, many of, of us and what's typically taught about Paul is like, oh, look how great Paul is and look at all the things he did for the Lord. But in, in this letter, right, which is, the scholars claim is his sixth letter written um, to the churches. He's acknowledging, look, I, I didn't do this by myself, right? It's, as he states elsewhere in Scripture, it is literally the body working together. People coming in together, working as one, in one mind, in one accord, utilizing all the gifts, spiritual as well as natural, that the Lord's given them to use and to share right? Time, talents, treasures, the, the full gamut to further the kingdom. And it's, it's no different in this ministry or any other ministry. The Lord never intended for us to walk alone. He always intended the body to work together to bring his kingdom here on earth, right? To build his house. Does that make sense? Yes. And I would just say to that, that we all need encouragement. 
Amen. So yes, it's clear that lots of other people were involved that up until now we didn't know anything about. Right. It was just easy to look at Paul, maybe Barnabas and Timothy. You know, you get to look, get a little bit of them, but that's right. uh, you know Peter got slipped in a couple of times in Paul's and Paul's Luke but, and right, yeah, but not a lot, right? But here's a clear where Paul takes time to make sure this is happening. So it it it, it, it helps. And I love how he he acknowledges the person, but then also how they were utilized or he wants to make it known right and and you know i think that matters as well because there's many times in ministry that it can be overlooked you know and uh or said another way and it shouldn't be this way and it's sad when it happens but that is taking for granted and um you know that's something we i never want to do you know or, or have someone feel like we you know, for people that want to be involved, you know, other brothers and sisters in Christ and people the Lord has put in their heart to to partner with us and become involved. We never take anyone for granted. We pray for our, our partners and daily, multiple times throughout the day, because you matter. That You matter to us. First and foremost, you matter to the Lord, right? But we are co-laborers in the work. It's not about whose face is is on the ministry, right? I mean... Any ministry, any even military unit, cannot function unless everybody is working together, and I'll say fulfilling their their role to the utmost in excellence as unto the Lord, and it's no different here. And I love how Paul wants to make that known, right? And, and he does give special place to some, right? Where he says, "Hey, this is the the first person." That that came to Christ in this location, or you know, it, it matters to Paul. Like these are things that that clearly he meditates on, that also encourages him, right? Lets him know that he's not alone. Even though, yes, he does have uh, you know Luke and Barnabas and Titus and Timothy and others that were with him at various points, you know, in his ministry. But there's even greater fruit. There's others that. Um, while not always on the primary spot, clearly had an impact. Mm-hmm. And he's giving them honor as well. Mm-hmm. And I, I like for the other side of it, the, the believers that, that did obey God and, and participate in the ministry of Paul, they, you know, they were able to see and hear what the Holy Spirit wanted, to, you know, wanted them to do and partake of that. And their names are, <laughs> are here today written mm-hmm. for us to rejoice over them. And while God could have completed his mission to Paul in any way, he made, you know, like Elijah could have the birds bringing him meat and, (laughs) you know, meat and bread and have had him, you know, being cared for in any number of ways. Angels could have been ministering to him like they did for Jesus. I mean, just any number of ways, but he made an opportunity for the people to participate Mm -hmm. in the ministry and thereby now they get to have a reward that is equal to Paul's because it's the ones that send the preacher that also mm-hmm. have a reward. They share in that together. And I, you know, honestly, I've not really ever fully understood that until, you know, like later times in my life and mm-hmm. even more so understanding it recently. Participating, you know, when the, when the apostle was talking about the body having different parts and some parts have more honor than the others and some parts have less honor, but we give those more um, mm-hmm. grace because they're less, you know, seemly or things of that nature. It just, 
makes me understand that we are not an island unto ourselves. You know, a finger Absolutely. laying on the table is an atrocity. You know what I mean? It's gruesome. <laughs> and it's not attached to a body, right? <laughs> right? They just made a picture in your mind like, ew, that's gross. Why is that there? But attached to a body, it's a beautiful thing. Well, attached to a body and functioning, right? And functioning, just, that's it, right. You have to be able to function as well, right? It's, yeah. Having an appendage, but having it all wrapped up or in a cast or, right, is, is also not uh, a pretty sight, right? And, mm-hmm. and you, the desire then is for that person to recover, to be made whole. And in order for that to be made whole, that means, well, if it, you know, whatever it is, a leg or an arm, like everything within it has to be strengthened and built up and begin mm-hmm. to function. And, you know, anybody who's ever worn a cast knows that they get really itchy. And so having a finger that can go to scratch that area, that is the best feeling in the world. <laughs> I know that sounds odd and I'm, I, I'm seemingly picking a small thing, but you don't think about how valuable certain parts of you are until you can't access them anymore, until you don't have them or they're missing. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying here that Paul was appreciating and he didn't take their sewing into his ministry lightly. He didn't take their partnership with him lightly, but it was dear to him and it was precious and it was esteemed highly, not only by Paul, which is a, in comparison is a small thing. We, you know, we appreciate Paul, but it's God's perspective of it. That's even more important because the Lord inspired him to write this Absolutely. and to write all of it. If he inspired the beginning, mm-hmm. he, he inspired the middle and he inspired the end. So that's important for him. You know, that God was saying, I see you. I recognize you. Now your your name is not only in the Lamb's Book of Life, but it's still here on the earth for Amen. people to commend you for what you did, the reward that comes only from him. Just was going to jump into your analogy about the cast mm-hmm. and remind people, too. You said um, you don't notice that part of your body until you're not able to use it. I think is what you said, mm-hmm. something like that, right? Or, yes. You don't understand how much that important it is until you're uh-huh. not able to use it. Uh-huh. But you also don't understand how quickly it atrophies when it's not properly connected mm-hmm. to the rest of the body. Mm-hmm. And that's the same way for everybody listening. And so I just want to encourage our listeners again. We, we're glad you're listening. Mm-hmm. But we would much rather you never listen to us ever again if it means you're not connected to a body of believers, mm-hmm. right? You need to be part of a community. Mm-hmm. We call that church as most people do, and use that word loosely, mm-hmm. the ecclesia, whatever that may be. Mm-hmm. But uh, as much as you can in physical proximity, mm-hmm. eyeball to eyeball with somebody. Again, we encourage you to come join us if you're yes, able. Yes, But Absolutely. please, you don't understand, and you won't know how much you've atrophied mm-hmm. when you're disconnected from the body. Mm-hmm. So we want you to be connected. Amen. We definitely need each other. God made us a system that works together. You know, a child, if a baby is born and it's never held, never loved, it won't grow. So we need to stay connected and be touched and interacted upon by the other believers for the purpose and the fullness, a full expression of what God has for us. So amen, Dean. We, we want you guys to find a, a good church, good local church that is preaching and teaching the whole counsel of the Lord and the word of God and living it out by example. And God is leading you there and encouraging you and causing you to grow. Mm-hmm. You know else? I'll say stood out to me, and this is the other half, if you will, or the other side. There are those that he, Paul, in this section of scripture, in his, I'll say, acknowledgments and giving them honor, does state some of the things they did, right? Mm -hmm. I love how there's also an, an element or an air, if you will, of 
still protecting them. Many of these people, he, he lists out. He doesn't go into, I'll say, the details. Right? Their names may be listed, but for some of them, what they did is just kept between them and the Lord. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, it's not that he's discounting the good deeds. He's clearly acknowledging them and giving them honor, mm-hmm. a place of honor. Right? But not every detail has to be given. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Some um, may have given private gifts. Right, or, or, or whatever it is. Something that was sure. Right. He do, he does acknowledge some. Are, psh, these people risk their life for me. Or, you know what I mean? Like he acknowledges some of those things, but the how and the where and the why necessarily isn't always mentioned. Mm-hmm. Right. But he still gives them honor. Mm-hmm. You know, their place of honor, and acknowledges how they, I'll say, acknowledges that they have impacted the ministry. Mm-hmm. Would would you know? You hear us say it sometimes that <laughs> a, a simple thank you for sometimes is, you don't know it's fine. Like mm-hmm. that's it. And even if there isn't one, like God bless people. You know, mm-hmm. like we're gonna give. I'll say the. Well, I can't give any accolades, right? That's all from the Lord, right? But I can acknowledge someone and I can give them honor, if you will, mm-hmm. in. What they've done is it's not doing it for me. It's doing it for the Lord. It's it's aligning with Him and functioning in the opportunity that He's given us as He leads us, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. And and we all should, re- um, I'll say people, everyone should receive that, that honor. Hey, man, you rocked that out, right? You did that in excellence. And, and even in the, I'll say, conversations that we have, right? Uh, not always on in the podcast, but other times we're like, hey, that was a great point. Or that was, you know, I love how the, the Holy Spirit used you there. Or, mm-hmm. you know, that's something that we do all the time. And I love how Paul's able to do that here on a public stage, as it were, in this letter. Mm-hmm. But it's also not, not forget, he had not met the Romans yet. He's writing this letter to people he didn't know. But he's also acknowledging and giving people a place of honor mm-hmm. and, and setting the tone in the stage, not just for him to come and minister to the people, mm-hmm. but now these names are known amongst the other brethren and sister in Christ. He's already, if you will, in the letter said, if these people come to you, if they come to you, right? He's already setting the, the foundation, the groundwork for, as the Lord leads, to send them to them. Mm-hmm. Mm. Again, all under alignment and with the will of the Lord, and in the as promise just brought out, in His timing. Mm-hmm. Amen. Mm-hmm. And you know, that's the um, we're talking. You were talking about they, that Paul didn't name some of the things that the people did. Sometimes it's just being there, right? Just being there and and being lovingly present showing mm-hmm. your support in that way you may not have had any particular you know specific word you know that seemed dynamic in the moment or provided food or shelter any of those things but your presence can right. be of great comfort to people especially someone who is you know as he shared he, we saw enlightenment on in chapter 15 towards the the last few verses he needed heavy and severe intercession and so 
that didn't just start with this letter. You know, Paul, Paul had been ministering for a long time and mm-hmm. journeying over years. And for, for people to love him and just to be there was so valuable to him. And, you know, that, that's also encouragement. Because, you know, sometimes it's hard to see when we're reading scriptures. And like you said, Paul, we're like, man, he was such a champion and a hero. And, you know. And, and it all boils down to one person, right? He. He did it. Paul did this. Well, look at what Paul did. And look at what he, how he was used. And right. well, there's, there's always a support element. It was the Lord who did it first. Right, exactly. <laughs> and then, you know, Paul was a willing vessel, which is great that we highly, you know, we esteem mm-hmm. that and we appreciate it. Um, however, like you said, there's... There's the supporting, the supporting elements at which, you know, he required, he needed their help. And so just realizing that it's not always in the big things with the lights and the the cameras and that, you know, that seems important, that is valuable. It's anything that God tells you to do, do that and do it with the best of your ability because you don't fully know what that means to the person receiving it. You know, let God use you, let him minister through you. And that's the bigger thing. Never fully, well, I won't say never fully know, but you may not always understand fully how the Lord is going to use you in whatever role or capacity that you're functioning in in that moment mm-hmm. or operating in, right? We will We will one day. Mm-hmm. We will understand one day. We will see and experience, if you will, the, the full weight and impact that even this, you know, seemingly small actions had, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so just trust the Lord mm-hmm. and I just encourage you to continue to, to function as he leads you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I just want to encourage you if you, you know, you feel inspired by the Holy spirit to love on someone in a certain way or do something, but then you hear, Oh, that's stupid. That's not going to matter. That's just dumb. Why are you going to do that? You know, and negative thoughts come coming, trying to discourage you. That's not the Lord. That's not coming from him. So, don't don't pay any attention to the thoughts discouraging you pay attention to what god is encouraging you to do and do that and trust not imagining that it's going to look and the person's going to receive it the way you want them to but that god's will will be done and what he desires the blessing to look like to come through whatever you're doing will be accomplished and you leave the results to him and free yourself and allow yourself to move forward even if it's something as small as a paper clip or a handkerchief or a bookmark and, you know, do, it, there's nothing in God's perspective that's little. It's a little gift. It's a little, he wants just your heart and your obedience. And he appreciates anything you do for him. I'm completely convinced that the man who hand, hands out handkerchiefs or, you know, Kleenex at the door and says, God bless you. When someone sneezes, if that's what God told him to do, is just as highly valued and prized as, you know, someone who's winning millions of souls and doing what God told them to do. Because God's no respecter of persons. He's asked us for obedience in whatever, whatever realm that he's called us to be in. So God values that. And we shouldn't make light of it or make it small in our, our opinion. But we, neither should we make it like you couldn't live if you got, didn't get my handkerchief right now. We, we shouldn't make it the end all be all either because everything finds its fulfillment in Jesus Christ. But in that not being discouraged or minimizing what God has given you to use as a gift to minister and impact mm. the world around you and other people. Absolutely. For his glory. Amen. Amen. And it's not about, honestly, just having a, a name. You know, we've, we've been to multiple conferences and whatnot. And I'll tell you, I was 
uh, blessed and, and ministered to by people just like us in the crowd. Mm-hmm. The personal conversations. Right. Then, yeah. You know, uh, uh, maybe even more so than, than the people on the stage. And that was just them functioning in, in the giftings that the Lord had given them and speaking a word in season and just being able to connect and, mm-hmm. you know, with other brothers and sisters in Christ and grow our relationship. Mm-hmm. You're just smiling and saying, hi, I remember you. Exactly. <laughs> I saw you yesterday or, you know. Amen. It matters. It does. And many times we just don't realize how much, right? Mm-hmm. So, if anyone, does anyone else have anything they want to add on this? No. Luchage, did you want to go first? No. I don't have anything else. I do. All right, sir, let's hear it. <coughs> Excuse me. Okay, the first one was verse three, where it says, "Greet Pers- 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 Priscilla, Priscilla, uh, and Aquilio, my fo- Aquila, mm-hmm. my fellow worker in Christ Jesus, who risked their necks for my life." And had Lord's talking to me about that. There, Paul was—he wasn't only just mentioning them. To accolade them, he was also mentioning them to give the church an example. Like, for example, whenever, let's say, whenever Lord tells us to do something and our necks are at risk, we shouldn't cave in and say, oh, well, sorry, Lord, I can't do this. But Mm -hmm. we should say, Lord, this is what you said, so that's what I'm going to do. And he gave me the example with Daniel 3.13 with at Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and how with Nebuchadnezzar, they, Nebuchadnezzar told them to bow down to the golden image, they didn't just say, oh, when they saw the furnace, they didn't go, oh, never mind, Nebuchadnezzar, we'll bow down right now. But they continued firm. And also, another point that the Lord was telling me was that when you're next in danger, also to believe that the Lord's going to deliver you. And how Shadrach and Meshach and Abednego, they were believing that God was going to deliver them. And that's how he's able to send an angel. For, and for another example, if mommy, let's say example, I'm able to drive inside the scene. I have a flat tire and mommy and dad come, come over and have a tire and they're willing to fix it. But I shove them away and say, no, I have a flat tire. Now I'm going to be late for work. They're not able to fix a flat tire. Hmm. Okay. Now bring that together for me, honey. Right. That flat tire and everything. And how Sharak and Meshach and Abednego, they're trusting God. Mm-hmm. And they allowed God to help them instead of pushing them away. Okay. And that's how it's... When I when they if they had pushed God away, they would be putting their faith in being burned. Okay. So their faith couldn't be used for the angel to come. Okay. So we actually have to have our faith in the Lord and Priscilla and Aquila being uh, fellow workers in Jesus Christ. They were they were ministers. They were preaching and teaching the gospel as well. Priscilla was the wife. Aquila is the husband. Well, let's, let's look at that for a minute, right? And I'll just bring up that one, and we'll, we'll keep this short for, for time. Uh, and that's in Acts 18. 
Right, just the one Priscilla and Aquila. Let's let it at the beginning. Acts 18, verse 1. After these things, Paul departed from Athens and went to Corinth. And he found a certain Jew named Aquila, born of Pontus, who had recently come from Italy with his wife Priscilla, because Claudius had commanded all the Jews to depart from Rome, and he came to them. So because he was of the same trade, he stayed with them and worked, for by occupation they were tent makers. So let's look at the situation they were both in. Priscilla and Aquila were leaving because they were forced out of the place that they had previously resided. Right? Does everybody understand that? Yes. And he says they're fellow workers. Yes, by trade, but first and foremost, by spiritual things. Right? Yes. But they were able to come together and stay together for a time and build each other up and encourage each other right so let's, let's i'll bring this up Mary, because it's important even in the midst of their trial priscilla and aquila they the lord still used them to minister to paul right to walk together for a time encouraging each other admonishing each other building each other up even in the midst of their trial just f further highlighting what we had already said, right? Or previously stated. You never fully know how the Lord is going to use you. Or you may never fully know, right? Yes. And the impact is what? That they risk their own necks for his life. And he gives thanks, not only himself, but all the churches of the Gentiles. <laughs> That's a that's a huge impact, yes? Yes. And they did this in the middle of their own trial. There's never a a perfect time, if you will. Hmm. That the uh, whether you want to say the planets align, right? There's there's never just a perfect time of, oh I can go minister to this person. Mm -hmm. We just have to be willing to be led by the Spirit, to say what he says to say. And do what he says to do. Mm -hmm. And leave the results up to him. That's right. Amen. 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 Well, let's pause there for today. And can I get a volunteer to close out in prayer, please? I will. All right, LaCharles. Lord, I just thank you, Lord, for giving us testimonies that we can share with other people. And just thank you for setting free those who are captivated and in bondage, Lord, that you continue to break the chain into carry them out of those situations that we put ourselves in lord but that you still love us even though we don't do everything correctly lord that we may willingly go do something against you lord but that you always allow us to come back and repent lord lord we also just thank you for how you've been working in our lives lord, and that you're always there and present lord and that we can always see your hand and the safekeeping that you provide each one of us lord in Jesus' name amen in jesus name amen and amen well, we love you God bless you, and have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to A Day of Prayer. We trust the Lord that you are strengthened and encouraged in your relationship with Christ. 
Visit us on our website, adayofprayer.org, where you can check out our blog, find additional study resources, or shop the official A Day of Prayer store. Remember, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. So until next time, take care and God bless you.